Welcome to the Outriders Chatterpoint Podcast, your source for the latest news and information about Star Wars Chatterpoint, with your hosts Matt, Dan, John, and Jeff. And now, the Outriders. This is the way. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Outriders Chatterpoint Podcast. I am Outrider Matt, and joining me today is Outrider Dan. And clone Jeff, J3FF. Are you changing it? Did you change it from last time? Yeah, it's a new, no, it's it's the same. It's, it's a the new same? Game. Okay. It's, it's, it's a new game. So you're just cloning yourself. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Okay, that's your thing. It's uh, It's been a little bit since the previous episode, but hopefully you guys got a chance to listen to it. Uh, trying to get everybody on a schedule Recording one podcast is challenging enough. Getting two done is, yeah. is juggling ducklings, I think, or something, or spinning plates while juggling ducklings. Well, that and moving out of town, you know, helped. Yeah, yeah, that definitely does help. But uh, we're back. We've got some uh, great things to talk about. Stuff being released from AMG. Uh, demo kits are out there, and one or two of us have gotten to sit down and play a game before. Others have been building models and are eagerly awaiting the release day, which is uh, quickly approaching. But uh, let's go ahead. So, Dan, what have you been... Actually, let's start with Jeff, Clone mm-hmm. Jeff. What have you been doing Shatterpoint-related? Uh, I've still been trying to sit down and read through the rules cover to cover because, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a lot going on moving. Uh, I got called out for work to Alaska. So that was kind of fun. Three That's weeks right. in Alaska. Um, so, yeah, just trying to get through the rules and make sure I have a firm grasp on everything before we sit down and start playing. You didn't just barricade yourself in your hotel room in Alaska and read the rules book over and over? Oh, no, I barricaded myself in there, but I just ate food and watched TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, you were uh, raving about that uh, Alaskan salmon in the uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, group chat. Really I would hope, man. <laughs> uh, Dan, you mm-hmm. actually got to go to your FLGS's demo day that they had. They had two weekends they were running, and you went to the first one to actually get some games in. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, it was hosted by uh, Outrider John, uh, who mm-hmm. were... Uh, was also kind enough to start painting the store's demo kit. Yeah. Uh, we did post pictures up on the uh, Outrider Facebook about that. Uh, but yeah, no, the uh, the game was fun. I came in a, about an hour after it had started, and we already they already had a, a, a full group going at it with the demo kit, so I got to observe and take photos mostly. Uh, but we did have some kind of drop-in, drop-out, as people were having to go to other events that they were there at the store for. You know, players would drop out, and then another person would come in. Uh, but we... It was ran mainly with, uh, and this I really liked how this was set up. Is basically each there were four people at the table doing demos, and each person was running basically their little stri- strike team. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was able to drop in, I was uh, running the Assage, um, Kalani, and two Roger Rogers, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I underestimated Kalani really. <laughs> yeah, he, he he is a a bit of a beast, honestly. Yeah. Um, nice, especially if you keep the the B ones near him because he can just direct them to keep on shooting keep firing <laughs> <laughs> we know what that third word would yes be. <laughs> uh so yeah no it was uh very fun get, um wrapping my head around the struggle tracker that's really what helped getting it in hand and actually yeah, yeah i really want to do yeah. that so uh yeah but um it, it was uh fun because it would be you know pull it one towards one player and then the next player will pull it back to the middle and then both players would get a, <laughs> a struggle token um, so we ended up actually the, uh, at the end of that, you know, long game of successive players jumping in and out, uh, it ended up literally with the cube one side on the side of the, uh, dark side characters and Maul running up to a group of clones, KOing them or not, you know, wounding them. Cause every time you wound, you also get a black cube on your struggle tracker <laughs> to actually, uh, finish the game when the struggle cube is only at one. So... <laughs> Wow. It was fun seeing that back and forth through the whole game. Good. But yeah, that... you, you felt the tension on it? Oh, yes, definitely. What was that, Jeff? Uh, was that to finish the whole game? Like that was your second tr- uh, struggle card that oh, you Oh, yeah. So I had jumped in. It was already on the third struggle by the time I was okay. get, cool. able to jump in on there. So <laughs> what what did it seem like? Uh, how, how were people enjoying it? Oh, a lot of people were enjoying it. Um, I even 
I met a whole bunch of new players who are from other communities within the store who are, who are uh, very interested in it and not even minis related. There were a lot of actually, because there was a magic, the gathering um, commander event going on that day. There are actually quite a few magic only players who were very, very interested in it. So it was good to hear. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. Hopefully we can convert some people from those card floppers into the most enlightened of miniature gamers. <laughs> I mean, they're used to just throwing money into the abyss anyway, so. Yeah, might as well. It's, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so on my end, I've gotten some of the minis built, and uh, we were going to wait to talk to John about, like, what he thought about, like, the build, because he is the consummate uh, painter amongst our group uh i we have been chatting about it off and on and i do kind of see there there's some issues with mold lines on some of the characters uh specifically was called out ventress her because obviously she's got a very smooth head and there's a uh, mold line that goes right down the middle i actually went and specifically built uh ventress today uh, to deal with it i didn't find it that bad uh, hmm. little little hobby things for those that might be new. Uh, Games Workshop, I'm sure other people make them at this point, but they they make a little scrape tool, or a lot of people just use like the back end of a of a hobby knife. But I really like the scrape tool. I I did a couple of light passes over it, and it seems pretty good now. But I don't have quite the tolerances that uh, John has when it comes to painting. So he was. Uh, saying it probably wasn't the best, but I think you can definitely do some work on it. I know I I have the scraper tool also, but I like mm. they have the little like sanding sticks. You can get those and get a lower grit sandpaper and like kind of wrap it around the sanding stick and attack it that way too. Um, when I did Gideon for Legion, that's how I smoothed his head out because he had a couple rough spots too. A couple, I don't know if it was mold lines or like clip points or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I picked up some El Cheapo sanding sticks from uh, Amazon, and they aren't bad. Um, they're just essentially nail files, you know, like petty <laughs> manicure nail files. They're just cut into strips, and uh, they actually work quite well for uh, for taking out mold lines or smoothing out. I do use them a lot on 3D prints as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, that makes sense. For, for things that have to peg or socket into each yeah. other, just getting that fit proper. Cool. Uh, otherwise I did finally venture out into the great unknown of this, uh, new town I've settled into found the game store. It's actually only about three miles from the house, uh, stopped by on Saturday morning and it was nice and quiet. So I got to have a nice long chat chat with the owner there, a uh, place called ready set game and nice shop. It's actually pretty good real estate for a California game shop from what I can tell. Uh, I thought maybe you were going to say that you opened a game store. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was round two? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, it, it's funny, though, because I was definitely getting flashbacks. They've only been open for about six months. And I was like, yes, this looks like a new store there. Uh, and actually, so they have a Legion community that they're building. Pretty happy with that. It's mostly a bunch of GW folks. There's actually an event happening later that day for running demos, but I had already obligated myself to uh, running errands with uh, the wife. But uh, so they're supposed to be doing some more stuff soon. I asked about Shatterpoint and uh, there's apparently a pretty big barrier for entry. Uh, I didn't know this, but uh, to get like the starting start playing collection from the Asmodee reps. He was saying that there's a buy-in of like almost $3,000, like to get, you know, the product in your store for the release stuff. And I know other companies have done similar with that in the past, but uh, that just seemed like a lot of money. That's, that's a lot of investment, especially for a smaller new store. If you don't know you're going to have a community or not, you don't really have those funds to be tossing around. So I'm a little disappointed. Uh, since I did get a preview copy of the game, I, I offered to bring it in so we can check it out firsthand if, and see if that's something you, they might be interested in. I'm going to keep trying to work on them to get Shatterpoint uh, going there, but I'm happy at least Legion's going. And maybe I can pull some people to the side and like, okay, if we're all going to promise to buy a, a core kit or something or some other stuff, maybe we can get something rolling on that. Hmm. That but, does seem kind of counter intuitive to getting your game out in the wild like i mean i know there's 
you know, the big box stores, Amazon and all those places, but people are still going to the stores to play the game. Um, so it does seem productive to involve those, those smaller businesses. Yeah, I, I understand there's a bit of psychology going on there, uh, as well as some of the marketing. If I mean, it looks good when you roll up there and there's a nice big shelf full of all this new product and all that. But uh, that also does cost a lot of money. I was just trying to like, oh, can you order, you know, the Kenobi set for me? I really want to get that. And uh, I can't do that. So that kind of sucks. Really? <laughs> yeah, at least not right away. I don't know if they're going to open it up to just more general ordering after the initial release. I would hope so. Because that would be bonkers crazy. I'm assuming it's just for the initial wave releases. So maybe if I'm patient, but most likely I'm probably just going to go online. Come on, Asmodee. Uh, like, you got to support them small stores. Yeah. That's yeah. how you get out there. But I did pick up the new uh, Ahsoka model while I was there. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Support your local uh, game stores because to, to clarify the Legion Ahsoka model, the Legion one. Yes, we, sorry. we do have uh, we do have the other one to talk about though. It's... Oh, and I am hype. <laughs> oh man, uh, the snips, the snips. Yeah, you're about <laughs> to cause like mass hysteria on Shatterpoint websites. Like this podcast is already seeing it at a local store, and we can't even get you know, like. Yeah. yeah, there's no such thing as bad press, but anyways. <laughs> Yes, there is. There absolutely is. Uh, no, uh, let me be clear. The The new Ahsoka model is for Legion. Uh, but anyways, yeah. It, so kind of putting together lists, talking to you guys more and, uh, you know, wishlisting characters. We've got, a, we've got more information coming out bit by bit about the roster. And if it's anything like the MCP cadence, where they're going to be dropping names left and right, hot, hot and heavy, really. But uh, starting out, let's see, June 2nd. It's around the corner. Yeah, just around the corner. Yeah, that's here. what, two weeks? For, as a recording, yeah. Yeah, holy crap. Okay, so everybody get ready. It's it's coming. Uh, so what is going to be available on the day that uh, you roll up to the store? I'm going to go get my core box and also make sure if you're ordering at the local store, let them know sooner rather than later. Yes, pre pre-order. Do not think you're going to be able to just show up because, man, how many times I've seen that. It's like, yeah, you think you order enough copies and then suddenly. Yeah. Don't pre-order yeah, your minis. Both ends. Pre-order your minis. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, you've <laughs> Sorry, seen Jeff, that. I talked over you. <laughs> no, it's fine. As a store and as a, a, a purchaser, you've seen that from both sides, haven't you? Matt? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, so I, it definitely made me more aware. And it was that's why I was going to go in early and like, hey, can you order me these things when they're available? So I could beat the rush and make sure that uh, they didn't sell out before I was able to get mine. But they just can't get it right now. So, yeah, it's too bad. But you were saying on June 2nd, we got, uh, well, of course, the core kit is coming out mm -hmm. on the 2nd. Mm -hmm. uh, but not just the core. <laughs> we have, was it, two terrain packs, the dice Very pack, nice. and measuring tools. So, so not only are we getting some awesome terrain in the box itself, but extra terrain packs just right away. And it's good a, move. Good, good move. From what we've seen, the, the it's like not completely unique but it's not the exact same thing that comes in the core set mm -hmm. it's like maybe a third of the stuff from the core set is also in these terrain packs but the way that modularity of the the core set terrain works uh it it really leads to a lot of you can just mix and match and make your board really oh i'm dynamic. sure yeah especially how you paint it up you know to unify the the board look and all that kind of stuff dan can uh do about two hours just kind of <laughs> talking about that so go ahead <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time uh, but yeah but, so it's the yeah. high ground and take cover is that the the two terrain packs there yep okay and then of course we're getting extra little uh bits and bobs with the dice pack and measuring tools because invariably you go to an event you lose a thing something breaks so well not just that it's a what it's a it's a running theme that all asmodee you know ffg amg star wars games come with about maybe a half to a third the dice you actually need to play the game. So. That is also true. Oh, uh, and unfortunately, there's not going to be a whole lot of point to uh, getting double core boxes. Remember the old Legion double core box swap? So uh, everybody gets enough stuff? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of... This is 
Reminds me of MCP where you needed to go out and get a second dice set. The measuring tools, not so much, not unless you have a friend that you're like, hey, let me get you a set. Because really you can, you could play out of one box, oh, um, sure. you know, with a second dice set because there are enough models, but you would need the second set of measuring tools to make things a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really go with the whole, well, I'll play Rebels, you play Empire here because everybody's, you know, we, we've got... Uh, desperate allies kind of happening so you can play your your ahsoka and ventress combo which i think is going to be really fun and so yeah everybody gets their own core box and then uh maybe grab a dice pack too but uh it's not just the core box characters we've also got uh we've got the dooku Django, two magnagar that's going to be on day one yep and it's not just the pride but you get twice the pride Oh, wow. I actually love, so much I love these titles that they're doing for the boxes. Like they're yeah. so thematic and, and good. They've always been really good about keeping the theme strong for uh, the rules and the characters and you know, the art and everything. So uh, this is just another, you know, good way to do it. Uh, okay. So also, of course, the Obi-Wan box with Commander Cody and uh, two phase two clone troopers like anybody would not know the title to that <laughs> you have to do it now right yeah you're not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i can't do a you and mcgregor impression okay well i guess we're <laughs> just gonna have to just, assume come on Dan. yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk our, to our you audience and see if he can is with the theater of their own mind yeah hello there yes. okay <laughs> uh appetite for destruction grievous oh. kraken and two b2 battle droids and so not the Kalani, we got the Kraken side of the house. Have we have we gotten a card on him yet? I don't remember. I believe the Appetite of Destruction was the following month, not on launch day. I'm going to double check. Oh, is that. it? Yeah, double check that. Uh, okay, yeah, I might have put that wrong. That would make sense because yeah, you get Dooku and Obi-Wan packs. You know, obviously you got uh, Light Side, Dark Side right there, kind of parody. And the terrain packs and then the extra bits, but, uh, following just like a, uh, on July 7th. So five weeks after previous release, thank you, Jeff, for putting that in the notes there, because that actually really helps. So we've got a little over a month to build and start playing games with the core box. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it is on the seventh for, for Dooku or not Dooku. Sorry. For Grievous. Yeah. For yeah, Grievous. Grievous. Okay. Ooh, so uh, yeah, with his the picture of his model on the Asmodee store has the most tactical rock. <laughs> Jeff, did you have something to say? <laughs> We've got a little hand raise program, and apparently he didn't uh, uncheck it because he doesn't have a camera yet. So thanks for making things more challenging, my friend. Uh, Sorry, I'm still in the middle of moving. There's a lot of things going yeah, on. I know. It's okay. We forgive you. Uh, okay. So also July 7th, we've got Jedi Hunters, Grand Inquisitor mm. Reva, third mm. sister, fourth sister, fifth brother. And do do we know what roles are going to be playing in the list? Uh, we we don't have exact rules yet, but what was yeah. dropped at the uh, back? Way well, back do we know which the... one's going to be like the primary and the. Yes. 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 We do. So okay. Back at Adepticon. Yes. They said grand inquisitor will be the primary. Reva will be secondary and fourth sister, fifth brother will be the first single model secondaries. Oh, you, okay. you don't run them together. You pick one or the other. Oh, sweet. Okay. That's neat. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of cool though. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which one's Sarah Michelle Geller? I forget. <laughs> One of the uh, other she's sisters. Fire Slayer. That's a different. Oh, wait. What I find no. weird though is this is this box's uh, place in the release schedule because this will be the only Empire box because we do have uh, thanks to some announcements literally dropped today as of recording uh, the following month's releases as well and they're yeah. so far all have been Clone Wars so it's a little weird to have this one Empire box that just dropped in the middle of it or one uh, you know well... Rebellion era. Yeah, it's I think I feel like it bridges the gap a little bit there because hmm. it's what plus 10 years. 
yeah, that's yeah, still up to the empire. I mean, they've got empire logos on their uniforms. <laughs> right, right, right. You're right, it, but it, it's in that uh, transitional but, um, times. So. I'm assuming it's uh, to be a little more release synergy with uh, a certain other pack that's also coming out on this date. Oh well, tease us, Dan. Uh, yes, Don't they, tease us anymore. Tell us <laughs> that you cannot run dual pack. So the, those <laughs> with the, is that the name of it? Is that the actual name? Yes, you cannot run. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's a dual pack. So unlike a standard release box where it comes with one strike team worth of minis. Uh, so to be is, clear, you can actually run this pack, but you cannot run pack is I'm confused. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I think everybody's been kind of drooling over this one a little. Yes. Just a little bit. Well, it had a, it was supposed to be the May the 4th release, but it got squeaked out a little early. Mm. <laughs> uh, but it is a, and for those of you who do play uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, um, you will be familiar with these kind of packs. Because there's more of a diorama. Because it's not so much terrain. Because it's kind of a, can't really, I can't see this being factored into a table. I think it looks good. Yeah. Why are you calling it diorama? <laughs> you need Pepto or something? <laughs> so with Marvel, um, they did two of these, I think, so far. They've done, I don't want to get too far into it, but they did a oh, Doc fighting Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. it was on a building like uh, like girders and stuff like that. So you could put it on the table because it did have a 360 degree like presence. Like, you know, you could spin it around and it looked good from every angle. And then they also did it with Wolverine versus Sabretooth on the um, the bunker entrance to the dam or whatever, wherever the he Weapon was. X facility. Weapon X, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the same thing, you know, like it was designed to be a 360 model. So it wouldn't surprise me if this is something that you maybe could put on the table. We haven't seen the back of it, so I don't know. And I'm thinking because there's, there's other little bits and bobs on there, like there's just a, what looks like either a speeder or crash speeder and some other mechanical equipment. If you don't glue it down to the base of the diorama, you could use those components as terrain, potentially. You could always shove it against the board edge too, right? And just call it like a one of those, like a board edge. Yeah, like, but nobody ever goes over it's there. It's anyway. got like topography and terrain with like hard cutoffs at the edges, so it's like yeah, mm. it feels kind of weird just sitting in the middle it's of their the stage. Table. Unless you like, you know, get real crafty with the foam and the hot wire cutter and and you know build out the rest of the terrain mm. around it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be excessive <laughs> but yes the you not cu- you cannot run dual pack so darth vader dueling obi-wan yes. from the obi-wan series that one scene midway through uh i'm hoping that we're gonna see other stuff from this time period as well maybe another diorama pack like uh when the t-47 is shooting in a stationary manner at a it was at reva yeah that needs to be a, a diorama Wade. I said, Wade. <laughs> uh, I said, uh, if they don't make a duel of the fates dual pack, that they are just missing out on everything. They have I mean, to. Yeah. They have to. And it's, there's so it's many. Not even, yeah. Yeah. There's so many different um, stages they could put that on because they were in the hangar and then they were on the walkways and then they were at the gate area and then they were at the, I don't know what you want to call it, the trash chute. Yeah. I mean, it was a trash chute, right? Because they threw them all down it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. <laughs> uh, I'm also looking forward to the old man versus a uh, uh, disabled veteran pack. So, oh, that's just uh, good. That we're talking about. No, yes, but further in the future. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many old men to choose from, though. Like, yeah. which old man do you choose from? Oh, it's quite the selection. Oh. But yeah, I put down a list of iconic duels that would look, yeah, I mean, that would look good. And there's just so many. And then I started looking through it and I was like, but a lot of them are the same character. So there are pros and cons with that. And they just kind of, you know, they did the same thing with Marvel where they, or MCP, where they started re-releasing the same character over and over. And I do know with this dual pack, it's nice because it's a different model and a different character card. And I believe a different stance too. So it's not just another model for you to use. It's, it's, adding to the game you know it would be cool uh some other duels but maybe not quite the lightsabery ones maybe do uh the marshall versus cad bane or even cad bane versus uh, boba fett from the uh animatics han versus greedo sitting at a bar perfect (laughs) do it (laughs) 
So why is your mini sitting in a chair McClunky. leaning back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like lounging like across the table, like just in a, a sofa chair. <laughs> I just love the image of somebody just moving like the entire cantina table around on the battlefield. <laughs> just, See, there's, yeah, it'll work. Han lounging across the girders and uh, pipes and... <laughs> And we know we uh, would have the skill that I shot first, right? Or he shot first. You just uh, get to I guess it depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, wild speculation, hot take. Okay. He's going to have uh, the activated ability when you pull his card from the stack. It's going to be he shot first. He gets a, like a five dice attack or something as soon as you pull him. <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. Quick draw, something <laughs> like that. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Duel of the Fates makes, it makes sense that they're going to eventually have that. Uh, you could bring in Qui-Gon that way. The, the Qui-Gon. Yeah. Uh, but, um, one thing that has been said about this particular pack is the Vader and the Obi-Wan included are actually the first cross era minis as well. So they will work for both Clone Wars and Rebellion. Oh, cool. All right. Well, that, I mean, that does help because yeah. Yeah, so you could actually have, you know, are. Darth Vader with some 501st clones. So early empire before they, he gets his 501st stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Throw them in with, uh, with Rex and, uh, some 501st just for some thematic fun times. Okay. But if that wasn't enough, we've uh, got more options coming up. And this is going to be what month two post release. So August 4th, um, yeah, but we did we did miss one. Oh, we did have, we? What's uh, up? Yeah, Jedi Master Luminara Unduli. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Barris of those clone commandos. Yeah, and the clone commandos. That is pretty neat. Yeah, I can definitely see wanting to get that pack just to get the clone commandos. Yeah, so we'll be getting four packs in um, in July. Now the big question: Will this be Barris before or after she frames Ahsoka? It's a flip card. <laughs> the card. <laughs> It's whatever the, the plot needs that day. Mm. Yeah, they, they that was... Uh, I got feelings. <laughs> I got feelings and thoughts. I liked Barris. And then she broke my heart. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay. uh, as of recording today, we got some new news yes. about the following release for August. So hopefully this will be one day old by the time you're hearing this, maybe two. But uh, Witches of Dathomir, Mother Talzin squad pack uh, with uh, Talzin, Savage Oppress. I had a feeling he was going to come. I'm surprised at that. It's this this soon. And then uh, two Night Sisters. Uh, Matt, Matt, it's it's Savage Oppress. Is he like the Joe? He's the Joe Dierte of. uh, Don't don't try to church it up there, son. Actually, yes, I think you are technically correct, which is the worst kind of correct. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I'm, um, I'm surprised they went with this for the Mace Windu pack. So this party's over. I would have preferred have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so Mace Windu, Clone Commander, CT411 Pawns, Pawns. I don't know him off the top of my head. I believe that was the clone commander of, of Windu's army. Oh, okay. And uh, two times ARF troopers. Hell yeah. Let's get some recon boys out there. I think uh, in Star Wars days, if you if you like needed assistance with something, you would call Pons, you know, because he has information on everything, right? He's 411. You just have to ring him up on your little... Uh... CT four one one. Maybe that's too old of a joke for some people. Yeah, probably actually. <laughs> now we just have Wikipedia. It, it would be CT dash Google today, I guess. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go that route. But uh, okay, uh, yeah. So it looks like uh, with this, the clone commandos, and with all the different um, le- uh, legions of clones that they're releasing, there's gonna be no shortage of uh, clone keyword interactions to choose from yeah yeah there you're gonna have options and that's cool and also horrifying because we're gonna i i feel like if you're gonna want to be a completionist with like clones you're gonna be buying a lot of packs there buddy 
I was going to say, is your wallet screaming into the void yeah. or are you screaming into your void that is the wallet? You know? <laughs> wow, that's oh. a chicken and the egg scenario there. Yeah. I will admit I'm not an MCP player, uh, but I mean, the val- price value on this seems to be a bit better because you're buying packs with four to five models in it as opposed to the two model packs in MCP. Yeah, and the yeah. pricing's about the same. Yeah, so it's it's actually not too bad, but uh, again, for those that like to be completionists, it can uh, escalate quickly, I think. But then again, having options is always nice. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're going to go ahead and take a short break, and then we'll be back to talk about some of the uh, revealed cards that we have coming in the future. We'll be right back. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders. We are now discussing some hot and spicy cards that are coming in the near future here, specifically Clone Commander Cody, Django Fett, and uh, we also have the uh, pre-release Ahsoka card, as mentioned previously. Uh, We'll leave that one for last because, you know, it's Ahsoka. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you on the hook for a little while. That, that's how you do that, right? Okay, so Cody, everybody's doing a great job except for Cody. Oh. <laughs> Sorry if I could dust off an old meme anyways. But uh, we've got his card spoiled, and uh, it's looking pretty good. Jeff, have you got a chance to look at this guy yet? I did, yeah. And initially, I was just going to buy the um, I was going to buy the core set and nothing else. And then I started looking at Obi-Wan's abilities and I was like, man, he would work good with some of the stuff I want to do. And then, you know, Cody and the the clones come with him and he does look really good. And he's going to have synergy with, with Obi-Wan, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Um, But yeah, he's more of, it looks like he's more of a support unit for the clones and his, you know, he does some damage. So. Okay. So yeah, CC2224, Clone Commander Cody, uh, comes with uh, four abilities there. We've got a big problem, defensive maneuver, say goodnight, Clanker, and bring it down. <laughs> yeah. that's uh, uh, And has the keywords 212th, Clone Commando, Clone Trooper, and Galactic Republic. So yeah, definitely in those Clone Troopers. Hmm. Um, Interesting, the Clone Commando keyword. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Does, does Rex have that now that you're pointing no. that out? Uh, Rex is 501st Clone Trooper Galactic Republic. Oh, well, there you so, go. So uh, that might, if you're those pick, planning on picking up the Luminara box with the Clone Commandos in it, there might be some additional synergies here. Okay. Uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us about the uh, first ability he's got there? All right. So we've got a big problem. This is a responsive, I believe. Or no, not responsive. It's a it's a always activated ability, right? This is um, at the start of this. Yeah. At the start of this unit's activation, choose an enemy character within range five that is contesting an active objective. Objective: the chosen character gains expose. So I had to look that up because I'm still getting yeah. Used to the icons. So they've got a lot of little icons here, and man, yeah. I'm glad you can see that because I, I got to zoom in real far. My the old eyes ain't quite as good as they used to, and this is kind of low res. I already did the zoom enhance. uh, Zoom enhance, zoom enhance. Okay. Oh, good. Good. You got your cyber eyes. Uh, Dan, what about the next one? Oh, let me unmute myself there. Here we go. Defensive maneuver, which is the same that's on every currently known clone unit, Mm -hmm. which is a cost of force to use. Each character in this unit may dash. If any characters dash, this unit gains a hunker token. Very nice. So yeah, so it plays very defensively. At least so the clones I have do. a question about that. Yeah. It, you know, it should be an easy one. It's just saying if if oh, it's this unit. Never mind, I got it. So if he dashes, um, he gets a hunker token. Yes. So okay. It's a innate ability. Say good night, Clanker. Uh, characters in the u- this unit have Sharpshooter Two. When a character in this unit makes a range attack, that target does not benefit from cover. Sounds pretty good to me. Removing cover, more kill. Precise yeah, clone fire. Yeah. Especially if you can, um, 
pair that with we've got a big problem where you're putting expose on somebody so that doesn't let them use their defense expertise in the next role so it kind of makes them a little bit weaker cool and then the last one we have is the bring it down uh, when an allied clone trooper supporting character within range four has one or more hunker tokens uh, makes a range attack as part of combat action it may reroll up to two of its hit results is that hit there this oh, is fail. that sentence is like reading hieroglyphics there was <laughs> one two three four five six symbols in there <laughs> to yeah, decipher failure, <laughs> hey, no, failure. Well, oh, okay thank you this is a note that i made um as i was reading through this and gathering the cards and whatnot mm -hmm. is you're going to have to, as you get ready for this game, it'd probably be a good idea to print yourself out a little cheat sheet. They do have one on the back of the rules manual, but yeah. it'll give you a, you know, hey, this is a you know failure for the dice. That's fine. But for some of the other ones where it's like expose, uh, it just tells you that's an expose ability. It doesn't tell you what it does. Um, that's somewhere else in the rule book. So I know personally, I'm going to go through and like make a cheat sheet for myself. Yeah, that's smart. I'll make it out of stone. So it's like an Egyptian tablet. There you go. Cuneiform. Yeah. They'll find yeah. it Guys, thousands of years later. And, and think of the amount of money they're saving in localization by using <laughs> the icons. It's true. Let's just save them six words. Yes. It's brilliant. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do we want to go over his damage tree real quick? It uh, yeah. looks pretty good. A lot yeah, of it's, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, There's only one it's... branch at the second um, result. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, both of his attacks are six dice, and his tree has two branches. One is five, and one is six. Uh -huh. So that's basically how many results you roll, or if you're trying to go uh, a specific way with it. Specific yeah, way deal just a whole bunch. One one way has a lot more damage on it, though. <laughs> yeah, but uh, via his trees, you get things like pinned, uh, a couple of shoves, uh, strain, and active ability active ability yeah um so that's the one with the down arrow defensive maneuver that just means you get to activate oh it. okay gotcha all right and, for uh, free for free um, yep no force cost right. if you do it as part but of that. you yeah and you can only do it once per turn so if you did it and spent the force and then attacked you couldn't do it again is my understanding okay. uh, then i was doing that wrong during the demo game i'll have to double check the rules on that one then and that's what it's going to be. We're going to be getting games in just like everybody else and kind of figuring it out like, oh, we're doing this wrong. So hello, future people. We barely <laughs> know what's going on. <laughs> we're uh, hopefully we're better by now. Maybe we'll see. Uh, OK, so that's Cody. Now we get to have some more fun with the Mandos and it's the Jenga. Well, actually, we don't. No, Never yeah, mind. he's not a Mandalorian. I, yeah, I, I got was, excited when I saw him, and then I great forgot. debate about this one fact. Yeah, <laughs> in the yeah. Shatterpoint, uh, the Las Vegas Shatterpoint uh, local group. That's right. <laughs> I had called it, uh, and you know, toot my own horn here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had said early on because people were like, "Yeah, I want to run Jingo on my Mando squad before we have this card," and I'm like, they "Well, uh, if you listen to Prime Minister Almac and Clone Wars." I don't have the actual episode number on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, damn it. He straight damn up it. says Django is not a Mandalorian. That's true. <clears throat> and they, he has no idea how he got that armor. He just yeah. lost his identification card. Like he <laughs> forgot to renew his it. chain code. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Boba makes reference to getting the armor because it was his father's and therefore... Yeah, so I, I guess I could see either either argument for it. But uh, suffice to say, he does not have the keyword right now. Right now, maybe never. Who knows? But, I mean, there uh, are he, dual packs, right? Like, he could come out in a dual pack and have, uh, wait, we, you know, versus, uh, versus Mace Windu. And we get the headless. <laughs> where he is a mando no 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 it's not going to be that it's going to be little baby boba holding the head of his father looking okay. sad Aww. <laughs> Aww. so many options <laughs> oh just like the two cats part of a terrain set oh my god <clears throat> mm. uh, okay so uh he's got tags bounty hunter mercenary scoundrel and separate separatist alliance we're going to get some uh bounty hunters there's going to be bounty hunters uh, and scoundrels too. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So reading through the rule book, I'm not sure if it's in the PDF, but the physical one, it talks about uh, Aura Singh, you know, being in there. So I'm assuming we're going to be getting a lot of those guys, which mm -hmm. is cool. I mean, rolling deep with uh, bounty hunters is part of the Star Wars fantasy, and this is the perfect time to see it. Finally, my boy Dangar, he's going to get his due. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> They're going to just break your heart again. Aura Primary? Singh, Come on. Primary she's coming out in the um, Cad Bane pack, right? She's got yes. the ponytail. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Uh, or saying is coming out in the Cad Bane pack. Yeah. Okay. What else do we know about the Cad Bane pack? Uh, it's got Aura Singh on it, um, a Devoronian guy, and Toto with a little uh, Shagger fan. So basically, okay. a squad for, from Clone Wars. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So that is coming down the pipe. Uh, okay. So we've got Jetpack. And this is okay. his backpack does have jets. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's an active ability, and each character in this unit may uh, jump. <laughs> I mean, that is the jump. Yes, yes. On, right. I was <laughs> just want to make sure that's what they called it, not like rapid ascension or something. But okay. Uh, and then the next one is capture wire. Choose a character in this unit and an enemy character within range three of that character. Pull the chosen enemy character two toward the chosen allied character. Then the chosen enemy character gains, what is that, push? It's Wait, pinned. Pinned. Pinned, thank you. Yeah. Okay, it's got a little slash through it. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So pinned is just uh, next time you would move, and it's any move, so advance, dash, climb, jump, whatever. You just don't move, you lose the move, and you lose the condition makes sense based on you know those little wire rap rapidy do's unless you have a lightsaber and then you can just kind of whack and then you're done <laughs> so all right uh hefe why don't you do the next one um not so fast so this is our for, uh, reactive ability i believe yep. Yep. Uh, at the start of an enemy unit's activation if one or more characters in that unit are within th range three of a character in this unit so django uh this unit may use this ability roll five attack dice the activating unit suffers damage for each hit and crit roll uh result result in the roll i think that's crit, right critical yeah that's critical yes. okay so interesting this is the first instance in shatterpoint that we've seen of you just rolling and doing straight damage a la yeah. any other game <laughs> which is in our swing. yeah that is pretty neat you, you, I feel like you're going to want to get real aggressive with Django there. Oh, yeah. But, Honestly, uh, the, the more I'm looking at the Separatists, at least from the core set and what we've released, I, I think in, that might be one of the stronger factions coming mm, out. Calling it now. Yeah. All right. They're more of your glass cannons. Seppi meta. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the B1s with Kalani backing them up actually are pretty, pretty amazing. So... <laughs> Yeah, I have seen the good guys, I guess we'll call them, do have a little bit more of the healing, uh, which I'm leaning towards because I always thought it was nice to, you know, somebody does... It's nice does, to be tanky, yeah. Yeah, somebody does a bunch of damage to you, you heal two or three off, and then they come back around, and where it would have been a second shot that killed you, you're still alive on, you know, one or two health. And from the uh, small amount of game action I have seen, honestly, that healing has been a lot more useful in my opinion for taking off conditions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pinned, exposed, disarmed, strained, etc. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. That makes so, sense. Cause you can either heal one wound or take a condition off for every heal action. Yeah. So just and getting it, it, rid it, of that pin so you can move or that strain. So you don't take more damage. Going back to MCP. It, Cause they are, there are parallels in this and MCP. Sure. Those conditions can really, halt you from scoring around so yeah getting rid of those would be critical too i could see that okay then the last two ability he abilities on the card are innate uh dan why don't you go ahead and take us through those uh his his client is getting very impatient mm. so after this unit makes a focus action uh one character in this unit so Django, may do a jump so you can either pay a force to jump well of course that's in addition to your normal two actions and or if you take the both. focus action you can get another jump very so, mobile. Yeah, you can be very mobile with him. Uh, the other innate action is he's just looking to get paid. <laughs> hey, aren't we all really? Just a simple man. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, when a character in this unit wounds an enemy primary or secondary unit, uh, after the effect is resolved, refresh to force, and Django may heal too. So, okay. I mean, that's his kind of his thing. He's a, he's a bounty hunter. He's going after. He's not going after a clone number seven eight four two seven. He's going after. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to Clone 78427. You are a valuable member of the team and we respect your contributions. Uh, okay. Uh, then back of the card, we well, his, we've got his damage card there too. And uh, Jeff, since you made the notes on that, you can do this. Yeah, so I just uh, said, you know, he's got the notable damage tree abilities. Um, and his is kind of cool because it it starts off, you go, you move one spot, it splits, it comes back together, it splits again. Yeah. Um, but he has strain. Uh, he can do his active ability, which was the jump or the capture wire. Um, he, there's two jumps on there and a couple shoves. Yeah, so, so you lots can of jumping do, and pushing people around. You can either do jump, shove, jump, or jump, shove, shove. Okay, yeah. So that's interesting that you can, or you can do the uh, the capture wire shove. Show wow. Okay, so you can really uh. Move someone yeah, off of a point. Or you can do the crisscross and jump, uh, jump. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> Got him. That was grown worthy <laughs> even when it was in Legion. Uh, <laughs> wait, did we do that in Legion? Damn it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I believe it was uh, Luke and Ahsoka. Or not, um, Luke and um, Sabine because of oh, the first two uh, rebel characters would jump. <laughs> they would just jump. Now around. we're ripping ourselves off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, a lot of damage showing on this card is a maximum. It looks like you can get up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten. If you go all the way through one of the trees. And I think that's before you add in if you have any um, of the expertise abilities. Is that what they are? Attack expertise. Yeah. Yeah. I've got nine damage. Uh, I keep that's with six dice. You just need five results because there's only five branches or five potential steps in the tree so if you get five uh success results hits or crits and then maybe uh expertise in there very nice all right yeah he's gonna be fun uh but the real one that we're actually here for are we here for yes well at least dave filoni is yeah uh, <laughs> we've got padawan ahsoka tano and uh this just got kind of leaked out uh, the other day, what, two days ago, three days ago? Yep. Still pretty uh, making the rounds. Yeah, it's got leaked because uh, she is coming as a pre-order bonus. Uh, and chatter I'm hearing is there's not a lot of quantity of these things. But, Even our local FLGS may not have enough for every pre-order. Yeah. But um, a lot of people are freaking out about this. She is coming out later. There isn't really a fear of missing out because, um, and you shouldn't see her. I mean, you probably will, but you shouldn't see her on eBay for hundreds of dollars and you don't you have will. to go pay hundreds of dollars. Because yeah. <laughs> um, she is going to come out later with uh, Plo Koon, Commander Wolf and Wolfpack. And it's going to be the same model, the same car. Everything's the same. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So if you're planning on buying that in the future, hey, you're going you to don't need to panic by yeah. Ahsoka Tano brand toilet paper and store it up for no reason. It's it's fine. Yeah. But uh, okay, so we got Force user Galactic Republic and Jedi Padawan. Interesting, that they're doing a Padawan tag. Yeah. I'm curious what uh, synergies will go with that. Because <laughs> you're going to need a Padawan Obi Wan and a you know the Master Obi Wan because Qui Gon is coming. We know how already coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Qui Gon! We want Qui Gon. I'm going to start pushing that as much uh, as I can. Yeah. So is this a secondary? Have we have we seen? Yes, yes, this is a secondary. secondary. That that would make sense. Yeah, if she's coming with Plo Koon. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little bummed. That's one of the downsides of getting the review copy is I can't pre-order, so I gotta wait for my Ahsoka. I know first world problems. <laughs> but uh, okay, we've got uh, Racia. She is fearless. Deflect and getting ahead of yourself again. Snips. Jeff, go ahead and take us on down. Um, so Racia at the start of this. Oh, this is one of the tactical ones, so she can trigger it when she activates. Mm-hmm. At the start of this unit's activation, choose an allied Galactic Republic primary unit or an allied Jedi primary unit. One character in the chosen unit may dash. 
It's interesting that they separated out Galactic Republic and Jedi. Because, yeah. I mean, at least with all the Clone Wars Jedi, they're also going to have their Galactic Republic tag. So, but, um... yeah, she'll be useful in later, you know, when there's other Jedi that are not republic it looks like maybe a loop down the line yeah well is she what's her um affiliation is she clone wars and galactic or uh galactic civil war no she's she's, gonna this is padawan ahsoka she's gonna be clone yeah, yeah. Wars only. So she, yeah. yeah exactly so that's what yeah but as part of a second strike team or whatever but it could be an interesting yeah uh boost there that reaches outside of yeah just her immediate circle of influence uh okay let's see next one dan go ahead uh, her active ability she is fearless costs a force each character in this unit may jump this ability may be used two times during its activation instead of the normal one so this is the basically the same ability with a different name as um ventress's death Marian, um agility i believe it was called yeah sounds about right something like that Fill in the uh, synonym there. Uh, where is it? This would have been a good time for your uh, to find jump, it. jump joke. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> we, uh, I guess we jump, jumped the gun on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you, did you wrap up on fearless? Death of Mirian dexterity. Yes. She had oh, okay. Is it? <laughs> okay. I'm so glad we waited for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one's reactive ability deflect. This is, I have a lightsaber lol. Uh, after a range attack targeting a character in this unit is resolved. It may use this ability. If the attack roll contained at least one or more, uh, failure. What is it? What is it? Yes. Yeah. Yep, failure sure. results. Uh, the attacking unit suffers two damage. Pew pew. Yep. I mean, I got a lightsaber. Yeah. And like her older version, she's very, uh, deflect or it's actually the exact same ability as her older version. So there you go. And Hefe, why don't you hit the last one there? Uh, getting ahead of yourself snips, um, after an allied galactic Republic supporting unit within range three makes a combat action. This unit may use this ability. One character in this unit may jump, uh, which is Ahsoka. Um, then may make a five dice melee attack targeting one of the same enemy characters within range and line of sight. So I think within range, you have to jump her into an engagement. Is that correct? Since she's using a melee attack. Yeah. So it starts within range three. So you just have to go from range three down to range two. Well, yeah, but it's uh, after supporting unit within range three of her makes the combat action. She can oh, jump right, in yeah. and attack the same unit that they shot at. Oh, yeah, five dice. You might need to set that up a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah, getting extra attacks in there seems pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent. And the uh, I will admit, this is not going to be a damage heavy game overall. In the demos I've seen and a lot of the the chatter online, well, you, you can't demos. remove them from the table, so well, you you can if you can you know wound them through well, their, their threshold um but for most reports i've here i've read and heard i've only ever heard of secondary and the the supporting units sorry getting removed from the board you can get to rarely hear remove yeah. them from the table <laughs> right but if you can just you know push that extra damage to give them a wound so they don't count towards the objective and you yeah. can score that point that really helps yeah it really seems to be they focused heavily on objective control uh, which is why the shoves came in. So, or I mean, like shoves, I think you're going to be huge. Um, like you said, wounding characters, anything you can do to take control of it, of a, an objective point. That's good. Okay. And then uh, we have her attack and damage tree, which uh, is interesting because it starts in two very separate tracks and then collapses down instead of branching out like uh, a lot of the other ones do. But she's got seven melee attack and no ranged shocking what what's notable about this uh damage track there heavy um well she's on the top track she's got a shove a jump and expose another shove um and then kind of like on those last two on the top track you can either go down into a double heal or you can go into a third shove and a double damage so um you know, you can do a lot of repositioning of opponents' models. 
um, and get some damage in there, or you can take damage off of her. Or um, what was the other one that Dan said? Uh, conditions. And then on the bottom, it starts off with a heal, a reposition, which lets you advance even if you're engaged, I believe. Uh, and then strain, and then you would go back up into those double heal or uh, or shove and damage again. So. so the longest branch of this tree is five, and she has seven dice. Yeah. So I think it'll you'll consistently get through this tree, at least you know at least four out of this tree. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's uh, pretty nice. Nice to have a little bit of uh, cushion room there to get all the way through all your abilities yeah, in the damage tree. But yeah, so there it is. Padawan Ahsoka Tano and uh, the Django and Clone Commander Cody. What's, what's your favorite so far, Dan? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm I'm liking these Separatists. Um, I Dan likes the bad guys. Wow. (laughs) I mean, something to tie me over till the rest of my empire units come in. Yeah. You got to wait for Um, Inferno still. Yes, I know. As I was showing you guys before the cast, when I I bought my new uh, magnetized miniatures case, I did have to pick up some Inferno squad patches to put on it. So Mm. (laughs) nice. Uh, Jeff, how about you, bud? Uh, I kind of like Padawan Ahsoka. So I did say I was going to pick up, pick up Obi-Wan and I think I'm going to drop her in there instead of Commander Cody because she does work a little bit with um, repositioning Obi-Wan. So I think that'll be kind of cool. And then, you know, a little bit of support there with the Galactic Republic clones too, letting them shoot. And then she can jump in there and slice some stuff up. So having two Jedi on the board would be kind of fun. And then for my third or my, you know, the other unit, I don't know. I, I still haven't decided yet. I was going to run Ahsoka as a main, but Padawan Ahsoka looks kind of fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure we'll get not, to play around with everything. Not going to put her in a squad with Anakin? You know, just for the... Oh, man. I thought <clears> about <throat> that, too, that question coming up. And I have such a... I don't even want to say love-hate relationship with Anakin. He's so whiny. <laughs> <laughs> and right. I know he's not whining on the table, but that's just how I see him playing as he's going around. Like, he's just whining and pushing people around. He's man, such a you go watch more Clone Wars. Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get that out of your mind. Yeah, he he was better in the Clone Wars. I will say that definitely. Yeah, they didn't try to cram in all the angst into uh, yeah. three movies. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, they all look really good. Honestly, what this is reminding me of. We're gonna go off topic here for a little bit, but would be really fun. There's a, a basically a skirmish. Well, it's a skirmish variant of a skirmish game of Malifaux. And one of the formats is basically it's kind of got a similar thing where you've got a primary unit, you've got like a lieutenant, and then you've got like little squeebles running around. And their skirmish variant is there's no primaries. You just go straight to the secondary and then have the support and you play with those. And I could see something like that working for this pretty well. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You'd have to agree on the points and all that kind of stuff. But uh, mm. yes, especially uh, yeah, Django, he does look really good. Hmm. Well, I think what I like is they, I mean, there's a lot of models coming out, Mm -hmm. but I don't think you're necessarily trying to fit everything on the board at one time because you can't, you know, in in Legion, there's so many options. Um, But with this one, you just pick a primary, a secondary and your support and you don't necessarily have to run. Uh, you can run what what is fun, you know, the same way you do in in MCP or, you know, potentially uh, little skirmish games of Legion. Um, The new one, what's the new format? Spec Ops. Spec Spec Ops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know those teams are pre-built, but it gives you a chance to play around with different models that you might not use. Um, So I I don't know. I like this six model form. Well, not six model, six character format. Mm -hmm. I think it's really good. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see how this goes but uh there it is guys thank you everybody uh for tuning in i think we're gonna wrap it up there uh thank you for listening to this episode of chatterpoint please make sure to leave us a review on your service of choice you can always contact us at legionoutriders at gmail.com or at facebook.com slash legion outriders and we hope you'll join us again for the next episode in the meantime jeff where can people find you um i'm wandering around on the internet is that a thing like i'm an internet wanderer Uh, (laughs) a little bit of facebook a little bit of discord and uh a lot of packing okay who who are you on the discord um on the discord 
Well, I'm on, on the Legion Outriders Discord. That's the primary yeah. place. I'm clone J3FF. Okay, there you go. Dan, how about yourself? And I am Outrider Dan or Dantech on the Discord. Um, also be at my local game store on launch day, building a lot of models. <laughs> and you can find me uh, on Twitter at GRN underscore Archer or streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash captain underscore Archer. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Oh, yeah.